Are you ready to accelerate the growth of your business? Welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. This is the place for business owners, sales leaders, and marketing professionals to get ideas and inspiration to drive exponential revenue growth. Each week, you'll get actionable insights from the world's leading marketing and sales thought leaders and practitioners. Are you ready to grow? Let's join our host, Daryl Amy, author of Revenue Growth Engine. Welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. Daryl Amy here, and I'm excited about our conversation today. I know you're going to get a lot out of this podcast as we work to find ways to recover and grow revenue. You know, throughout history, I believe there are inflection points, times where things changed, and what we do really, really matters. I believe we're in one of those key inflection points right now. And while we definitely have to approach our clients, our coworkers, and our partners with love and empathy, we also need to have an eye to the future. As Jeffrey Hazlett says, we need to drive and thrive. Our colleagues depend on it. Our families depend on it. And I really believe our country depends on our ability to develop and execute strategies to recover and grow revenue. And that's what this podcast is all about. I got to say, we've got some incredibly exciting guests lined up in the weeks to come, including J.J. Peterson from StoryBrand and Mike Dixon, co-author of The Challenger Sale. So make sure to subscribe to this podcast. My goal is to deliver value to you every single week. And as we get started, I'm excited to announce that the Revenue Growth Engine book will be officially launching on Amazon on May 11th. Right now, you can pre-order the Kindle version of the book. Just go to Amazon, do a quick search for Revenue Growth Engine. This book is going to give you a complete framework to develop an exponential revenue growth strategy. I think you're absolutely going to love it. Speaking of growth, I'm excited about this week's guest. Jeff Bajorek helps people rethink the way they sell. He's the host of the Why and the Buy podcast, and I know you're going to get a lot out of this conversation. So without further ado, let's dive in and join this conversation with Jeff. Welcome back to the Revenue Growth Podcast. Daryl Amy here, and I'm really excited about the conversation that we have today with my good friend, Jeff Bajorek. And Jeff is uh, just Number one, he's from Michigan, which means I love him. Um, <laughs> second of all, Jeff is one of the most down-to-earth, real, genuine people I know. He helps companies uh, develop sales strategies. He's an author. He's got a fantastic podcast called The Why and the Buy. And I know we're going to have an extremely practical discussion here today on growth strategies. So, Jeff, welcome to the Growth Engine Podcast. Thanks for having me. You know, I just, I responded to this ad in the paper and you were on the other end of it. And um, no, it's all just wanted. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I got this message from you on LinkedIn. I was like, oh yeah, cool. I've seen that. You know, I'm not surprised to see that you have a podcast, right? You've been on my podcast. Um, We've been on each other's podcast a couple of times. We got to spend some time in Outbound together last year. Oh, fantastic. Um, Hopefully we'll be able to do that again this fall and, and, uh, or late summer anyway. And, you know, I, I always get a lot out of talking to you. So when you said you're starting another podcast and, you know, we didn't let Levine get in the way. Now you and I <laughs> That's right. can just talk, right? <laughs> well, this is, this is uh, first of all, this is an interesting time. It's an important time. And uh, as we were chatting before the podcast, Jeff, I know that 
Um, number one, as we're recording this podcast, obviously we're in the middle of some crazy times. Yeah, um, yeah. There's no question about that. Um, but at the same time, you know, as business leaders, whether you own a company, whether you run a sales organization, you run a marketing organization, the reality is that there's going to come a time when we come out of the fog and we've got to step into the recovery. And I don't know about you, Jeff, but I sure feel like a good time to prepare for that, a good time to be planning for that, to be thinking, to be strategizing for that is right now so that we show up ready to go. I agree that, you know, they say the best time to plant a tree was 30 years ago. And the second best time to plant a tree is right now. Right now. Yep. Um, so there are, and, and I, I think this should go without saying, but I don't know if it goes without saying. So what I will say is that there are some people right now who can't get into the headspace to even plan because this is hitting so close to home to them that they that's can't true. think about anything else. And you know that's what, if that's true. the case, then you don't need it from me, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. I'm going to give you permission to be with whatever and whoever you need to be with right now to weather this storm until the point when you can get to the headspace to start thinking about what you need to do. Okay. So if you're still there, yep. we're thinking of you and you'll get through this. You will. Absolutely. Okay. So the, one of the things that allows me to um, put myself in that headspace is um, I, I don't know. And again, I don't know if it's entirely fair to 100% of the audience. I think if you're listening to this right now, you're probably in a headspace where you can move forward. But I feel to my bones that we will come through this and that. If you've right. been playing the long game long enough, then the long game will sustain you. If you have not been playing the long game for very long, you need to start. But we will get through this. And if you can start to position yourself for when we get through this, and start thinking about what needs to happen long-term, then you'll start to be getting on the right page. And I, I think right now, as you know, I mean, your, your podcast with Larry is tremendous and, and the, the, the vigor that you approach authenticity and human connection with is really valuable. But I mm -hmm. think that's where it all starts. Mm -hmm. Should I call my customers right now? Should I be on the phone with my prospects right now? Should I be, you know, maybe you don't make face-to-face -face visits, right? But like, are you connecting with other human beings that you care about? Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. where it starts. Right. And, and then it gets back to all those fundamentals we've been talking about for years. Daryl, are you someone worth talking to? Do you have something worth talking about? And if you do, that is the platform that you need in order to move forward. So that is the first, that's, and, and that's a, a sales thing. That's a marketing thing too. What is the message that you have? And are you someone credible enough to deliver it? And can you engage people with that message and with your presence, right. with your ability to start asking some of those questions and tackling some of those um, really difficult situations that businesses are in right now? Salespeople are going to be a required part, a required yes. team member of the recovery. Someone's going to go out, provide solutions, solutions that people don't even know are available right now in order to build this economy back up. We've taken a hit. We will weather the storm, but we've mm -hmm. got to rebuild. And so solutions and better ways to do things and more efficient ways to scale and more effective ways to deliver outcomes and value to clients and customers and even mm -hmm. shareholders, right? I'm not even, I'm not worried about the markets right now. They'll do their own thing. I mean, the people in this country and others who are sweating right now, yeah. but who want to get back to work and do those things. Salespeople, marketers, they're going to be 
vital to that process. I think I couldn't agree more. And I think that it is going to be the, the sales and marketing professionals that carry us out of this recession, that carry us out of this funk that we're in, that recover, you know, whatever was lost and then put us on a trajectory to grow. And I think one of the points that you bring up is, is really actually a very critical thing to be thinking about right now. Um, and it goes along, I think, a topic that we both agree, buyers don't buy products, they buy outcomes, right? And mm-hmm. so going back and thinking about the value that you add as a, um, as a company, what problems do you solve? What outcomes do you deliver? Um, one of the things that I think needs to happen right now, and actually I'm involved in a lot of these conversations, is how do we refocus our message? How do we, you know, take a look at, obviously there's the, the short term, but I'm thinking here about the near term coming out of this and even the long term, you know, some of the things that were problems aren't problems anymore. There's different problems. Some of the outcomes that people valued, you know, last year, they're going to value very different outcomes this year. And I think one of the best things we can do when we get that headspace is sit down um, with that blank piece of paper, or maybe jump on the Zoom meeting with the team and begin yeah. to brainstorm, like, what are the outcomes that our clients want right now? But also, we got to do a little Steve Jobs and kind of forecast and put ourselves in that place and try to anticipate what the outcomes our clients are going to want six months from now, um, you know, a year from now. Because I think fundamentally, every company right now is going to have to retool some of their message, both from their marketing standpoint, of course, and um, sales, what we're talking about, how we're approaching our clients. Right now, companies, businesses, they're circling the wagons and trying to maintain everything that they can. Of course. Yeah. Um, and then there's going to be the opportunity to give them what they think they need, but don't mm-hmm. have the resources to get right now, but they think in a couple of months, in a couple of quarters, they'll be able to, to do those things. So it's important yeah. for a business to be able to think about those. What someone like Steve Jobs would have done is said, oh, is try to anticipate what those businesses are going to want a year yes. from now. Okay? Yes. Um, so the first exercise is to shift your mindset mm-hmm. from what do I need to sell my clients today? What do I need to sell my prospects today? And switch from that mindset over to what do my clients and my prospects need from me today? Because mm-hmm. right now it's different. They don't yes. need you to sell a video a web conferencing platform. They don't need you to sell uh, video email solutions. They don't need you to sell um, data and contact information and things like that. They need to know that you're going to be someone worth talking to, that you're not someone trying to prey on their situation right now. Oh my goodness. You're not someone just making mindless telephone calls or sending tone deaf tweets out into the ether, you mm. know, that, that show no understanding of the current situation. Yeah. And at the same time, we've noticed that executives, decision makers, buyers, et cetera, they're willing to talk right now. They are. They I've, have been the it. I've been hearing it from, of course, they're talking to you and me, but I'm, I'm hearing it from field. I was just on a, a web meeting earlier today with 50 field sales reps. And I just did that informal poll. How many are finding it's easier to get conversations? Yeah. Four to one. Yes. You know, this, it, this is an interesting um, and unparalleled time. And I think it's going to continue for a while. People need advice and help and a sounding board and, and encouragement. People want connection. Yeah. 
People want to know they're not alone. Mm-hmm. This is a scary, weird time out there. It's like there's a cloud hanging over everybody right now, and there aren't any two people who are reacting the same way. So you can't just approach this with scale. That's not going right. to help you. You can't just swarm the marketplace. It, it More so than any, the companies who have approached this as a numbers game, let's just get 10,000 people into a funnel uh, and hope that 100 of them buy, they're being exposed for these things. They so are. Now it's let's connect. Let's, yeah. Okay, great. I can't sell you something right now, but you know what? You and I are talking, you know, through this shared experience in this pandemic right now, we've got a connection. And I know that now, now is, I know that now is not a good time, but you know, look what, Hey, when, why don't we, why don't we pick up this conversation? <clears throat> Excuse me. Why don't we have a real conversation? Yeah. When this thing blows over. I don't know if that's going to be next month. It may be May. It may be June. It may be July. I don't even know when this episode is going to go. It could not be. Maybe it doesn't even go till July. It, 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 you won't hear it in May, right? Um, but maybe it's next. He's month, a prophet. Next quarter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what, you heard it here, folks, first. But you've made that initial connection right now, yeah. which goes into your standing, mm-hmm. your status as someone worth talking to. And when you are someone worth talking to with something worth talking about, you can get meetings anytime you want. So right now you're building that bank account, right? You're starting that flywheel spinning in terms of, hey, maybe I didn't get the meeting, but I'm positioning myself as someone who's worth taking meetings with. Yes. That is what you can do right now. And when you have conversations with people about what you can do right now, everybody gets energized, which starts that flywheel turning yeah. a little bit more. You know, I think along that line too, Jeff, one of the things that's going to be really important for sales teams um, and marketing as well is to make sure that when we um, arrive at those conversations, and I think the way you frame that is perfect, right? Like when this blows over, we, we can sit down and talk. But when, when you arrive at those conversations, whether that's a month from now or two months, whenever that is, um, and the topic has shifted um, to the recovery or, you know, mm-hmm. where the, you better have you better have some substance to talk about and not just taglines. Um, and, you know, I'm starting to see the taglines coming out um, already. And I'm a marketing guy. So I, sure. you know, I think about all the but but, you know, if if recover, recover and grow is a tagline behind your conversation, whatever that is, you better have some ideas to come to the table. I, I think this is a time, um, you know, in the downtime and maybe somewhat as a distraction. I don't know if you, I, we don't, we're not showing this podcast on video. You can see on my my uh, conference table behind me stacks of books. I have books uh, beside me. I I have books everywhere because I think right now is a really important time to engage your mind and begin to think about, okay, when those conversations happen, what am I going to bring to the table? Am I going to show up with some real ideas that are relevant um, or am I going to show up? And this is the danger. I mean, you talk about the reps that are out there now. And I, I was on the phone with uh, a client yesterday, um, large software company works through the channel. And they said, you know, some of our channel partners, they're great. They're reaching out to the clients. They're doing all of this. Others are doing what you said. They're having call blitzes and pounding the phone. And I'm like, you're destroying your reputation, right? 
we need to make sure when we get to the other side of this and we show up to these conversations and we start publishing content and sharing ideas that we actually have ideas to share and we're not just regurgitating yesterday's um, call script. We're not just, you know, regurgitating yesterday's value proposition because that'll be, I mean, a word that there's probably one, one word, maybe it's two, it's a hashtag. It's one word is tone deaf, right? I've seen that so much. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll have to admit, I got, I got called tone deaf on something I put out last week. I did too. Yeah. And I I don't know. I mean, I go back and forth. It's worthy of conversation, but I got to say, this is going to be, you know, this season and the season that follows is going to be a time to be very alert um, to what's going on and to be very alert to reframing our value proposition. I just, I'm seeing this as going to be really, really critical going forward. You have to question all of your automations right now. Yeah, you do. You have to keep your finger on the pulse of the market to the point where, okay, look, we've, we've mentioned it. And I, I said it all at the beginning of the, the, the show, but that, you know, mm-hmm. what we've talked about more recently was, are you demonstrating yourself as someone worth talking to? The second half is, do you have something worth talking about? That's and right. your automations from six months ago are likely yeah. not hundred percent, but they're likely irrelevant. Yeah. They may be relevant again in three months. Cool. Fine. Maybe I didn't, say, I didn't say forget them. Right. What I did say, is they're not appropriate? Probably not appropriate right now. So, you owe it to your company. You owe it to your message. You owe it to your own success to at least review them. Make mm-hmm. the proactive, pragmatic decision to look at them. If you still think they're on point, great. Go with them. Yeah. And deliver them in a way that appears. Actually, that'd be a great exercise. It'd be a great way to start because, um, you know, and, and this is one of the things I think is going to be important. And everyone knows I'm a huge fan of sales and marketing alignment. Sure. Um, everyone moving in the same direction towards driving revenue growth. But um, I think a great exercise right now would be to, you know, if, if you're in sales and you're listening to this, um, you know, forward this to your marketing person and say, hey, I want to set up a meeting with you. And I want us to open up our HubSpot, Marketo, Pardot, whatever you use Infusionsoft and whatever automation platform you have, I want us to open this up and I want to look at the message that we're sending out to clients and prospects right now. Um, and I think that, and vice versa, if you're in marketing, I encourage you to invite your salespeople into that conversation and, and to just be able to go through and go, okay, let's look at this message that we've been putting out and let's ask ourselves a question, relevant, not relevant, right? In tune, tone death. And I think obviously there's going to be some automation workflows that need to be killed. Yes. And there's going to be some that need to still be implemented. Yeah. And there's going to be some that need to be tweaked. And I I think actually, um, this is a really good idea, Jeff, because I think when you start to think about, okay, what, uh, you know, what, what is not, what needs to be killed? What do we need to hit delete on? Then the question comes, well, what are we going to replace that with? Right. So if you had, for example, a landing page with a special report on five ways to thrive in a full employment economy. economy, Right. Yeah. I mean, mean, it's so funny because I just think, you know, there's actually a blog uh, that I wrote 90 days ago on Mm -hmm. how to drive sales in a full employment economy or something like that. Sure. 
totally irrelevant, right? That needs to yeah. be rewritten. How to drive sales in the highest level of unemployment we've seen in modern history. Yeah. Um, it's an obvious one, but I think there's a lot of things that um, are that we've put out there as companies. And if we take a look at that, of course, we can redline the stuff and, and you know cut the stuff that needs to be cut. But I think that would be a great way to start the conversation about what do we need to say now? Two questions. And I, I wrote these down while you were, while you were talking, is this what we want to say right now? Mm-hmm. And is this how we want to say it? Yeah. Then you know what, Daryl, I got a shocking surprise for you. That's what you should ask yourself about your messaging once a quarter anyway. <laughs> yes. Is it not? This is, it I was, is. I, I put this out, um, the, uh, the other day, um, I said, uh, you know, it's funny, the things that are going to help protect us in this pandemic are, um, you know, things like stay home or at least away from other people when you're sick, wash your hands regularly, don't pick your nose, you know, just, just things like that, you know, mind your social contact and be aware of your environment. Right. Uh, Shouldn't we just do that every, at least every flu season, (laughs) right? Right? These are fundamentals that we, and, and so it's like, okay, what are the things that we need to do as human beings to stay clean, stay safe and avoid, you know, disease transmission, right? Yeah. Um, These are those things. Well, yeah. Why don't we just do that all the time? I was talking to my kids. It's like, (laughs) this is the time, you know, or or I was out for a bike ride with my son yesterday. He touched the little thing when we were crossing the street to, you know, for the walk signal. And he's like, oh yeah, I'll make sure I wash my hands when I get home, dad. I'm like, you know what, Buster, you should probably wash your hands when you get home anyway, because you've been outside. It takes 20 seconds, really. When it comes to selling, when it comes to marketing, Mm -hmm. you can afford to get a little sloppy when times are good. You can afford to play a little loose. You can afford to take some risks. When it comes to when it all goes sideways, when it comes down to when it hits the fan, the proverbial fan, you know the fan I'm talking, you know what's hitting the fan when I tell you that we're going to be judged on our execution of the fundamentals and the principles that are always working. When you've got to pull back, when you've got to play your conservative game, like I play Mm -hmm. golf, right? Fairways and greens, man, fairways and greens. You might sink a 30 footer, make a birdie. That's fine. But par is a really, really good score. Fairways and greens. And those are the things. So you've got to make human connections. You've got to have something worth talking about. You've got to be someone worth talking to. In order to make more sales, you need to spend more time selling. You're not going to spend more time selling by avoiding making calls to clients. And I'm advising people to start with the clients they know best. This is kind of a, let's flip the script a little bit, right? In order to grow business, typically you want to call people that you, that are more growable than others. Right now, we're all circling the wagons. So to go to the people that you, you mean, that mean the most to you, hopefully you mean the most to them. And start there and reconnect, reestablish, let them know that you're there for them. And then while you are spending time in the, spending more time selling, you need to make sure as always, again, a fundamental, if you're spending more time in your sales process, are you advancing that sales process? Right. Maybe you can't take big steps right now. That's fine. Maybe there is no discernible next logical step, Mm -hmm. but that best next step for you could be, Man, Daryl, this was good. It just feels good to connect with another human being who's in a similar situation. Right now, I know we can help each other. I don't exactly know how, but why don't we get back together in two weeks? Let's just put something in the calendar. Even if we got to split the, you know, move the time around because something else comes up. Let's just make it a point that that I'm going to call you in two weeks 
just to see how you've gotten through the past two weeks. That is the next step, Daryl. Yep. Sales yep. Absolutely. And so there's always something that can be done. Yes. Even if it's a little thing, do it. Don't write it off as being too small because no step is too small if it's headed in the right direction. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Wow. Dude, I'm all fired up. <laughs> I mean, I'm, but I'm thinking about golf now, which is great. Yes, are you allowed yeah. to play golf during this social distancing thing? Um, you know, <laughs> Some people uh, are. It's an old sport I gave up a while back, but you know, it's, it's interesting because I was just thinking about that analogy of, you know, you could play golf on a municipal golf course where everything's wide open and, and all that. Um, and, but now we've showed up at Augusta, like we're on the, uh, it's tight. The greens are hard. The fairways are narrow. Yeah. And, and we've got to be a lot more intentional with what we're putting out there. Right. I mean, yeah. on that municipal golf course, I can get away with sloppy swings and, and all of that. I, I, I think that, you know, one of the, one of the things that, that I think that sales teams should have been doing all along is doing deal analysis. And that's a fundamental that if you haven't been doing it, um, it's a good thing to start. And I think it's going to be, um, as we move forward, something really critical. And what I mean by deal analysis is blocking off time at the end of the month, whether you do that as an individual or whether you do that as a team and going, okay, why did I win this deal? Um, and why did I lose? And, and these are simple things, right? These are like going to the driving range and you know, hitting a bucket of balls, um, trying to get it's, and I, I think we're really going to have to do that. We need to do that because the reasons we win are probably going to shift. It may be subtle. It may be big, but we need to understand, um, why people are buying the why and the buy, right? So why, why are people buying right now? And, and as we emerge, um, into, you know, this brave new world, whatever it looks like. And, and we're going to have to go out with fundamentals. I think a fundamental we've forgotten overall is just pure deal analysis. And, you know, like the football team does, we're going with sports analogy, you know, on Monday morning, you get out and you, you sit down and you play the tape and go, wow, that was really bad. <laughs> or that was really good. What happened? Right? Yeah, yeah. What happened? What happened? What were the good things that happened and where did we fall short? And, um, you know, I, I I grew up in the medical community and then I Mm -hmm. sold into the medical community for a long time. And once a month, those orthopedic surgeons that I sold to got together in a room and they had the morbidity and mortality meeting, M&M. Hey, what went wrong? Yeah. What went really wrong? Right. And um, I was not allowed to go to those meetings. Those are the meetings right. you stayed away. All the other yeah. grand rounds and stuff, you were kind of allowed to because you were there to learn and, and yeah. not to provide support, just there to learn so you could empathize with your customers a little bit, understand their decision-making. We always stayed out of those meetings because they were um, very sensitive, of course. But they get together and do it. Yeah. They do it in front of their peers publicly. Those are serious mm. meetings because that's not allowed to happen. The, right. the Hippocratic oath is do no harm, right? So right. when you inadvertently do some harm, then you um, you got to understand what that was. So you can steer away from it in the future. To the contrary, what did we do that knocked it out of the park? Right. The best part of those weekly sales calls that your manager holds that you don't pay any attention to is when she highlights someone who won. If you're not getting on the phone immediately after that person is highlighted and gets to, you know, wave to the crowd on the conference call when everybody's actually rolling putts in their basement instead of paying attention. <laughs> if, if you don't get on the phone and call that person and ask them what they did to win, 
Yeah. You're missing an opportunity. And that person is missing an opportunity because they may not know. So now you just ask them a question they can't answer. They're going to think about the answer. They're going to come back and deliver a report. Why don't we answer those questions? I'll tell you why. Because we're too busy doing things that look productive instead of actually being productive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is... um when you think about, and I just, I got thinking about the doctors in that meeting and that would not be a great meeting to show up at, especially if you, you know, if you'd had a a bad event. Um, But, you know, I'm glad the doctors have those meetings because when I go to the orthopedic surgeon, I'm glad they've done all of that processing. Right. Very thankful. Yes. And if you think about the reality and, and this is, you know, maybe this is a bit of a somber moment for the sales and marketing community is if what we're saying, and I think a lot of people are saying that the recovery is going to ride on the shoulders of salespeople and the marketing professionals that work alongside them. If that truly is going to happen, it's time for us to maybe take our profession more seriously than we ever have before. Um, This is, you know, this is a time. And if you, I mean, to get, you know, a little serious and maybe a little emotional, like the country, our families, our communities are going to depend on business getting back um, to where it was and growing and being vibrant. And, you know, the nonprofits, I'm, I'm on the board of several nonprofits right now, right? And there's, those meetings are not fun. If we're going to get back to where we were, it's going to mean that business leaders, sales leaders, marketing leaders, we got to take our game really, really seriously. And, you know, I believe that right now is the time to get that mindset. I mean, this is, this is more than making it, you know, making a decent living or making a fortune. This is more than that. This is literally um, you know, this is, this is recovery of a very damaged society. And, um, man, I'm Jeff, I'm getting a little fired up and emotional about this, but this is the time where we've got, you know, if, if you lead a sales team, you own a company, you run a marketing team. Um, yeah, there's, you know, I understand there's all kinds of shows to binge on Netflix and, and we certainly need to spend time with our family and all of that. And we need the space to get right. And some of us need to heal. And, but there has got to be a focus, a determined focus right now is saying, we're going to come out of this. We're going to come out of it focused with a plan and ready to go. And don't forget who you are. If you're in sales, if you're in marketing, if you're a business leader, if you're a business owner, you are a professional problem solver. That's right. We've got some problems. A lot of problems. Yes. That's the, that it doesn't need to be any more complicated than that. How can you help? Where can you help? Who can you help? Are you interested in helping? If so, then go do it. And yeah. we need it. And I don't want this to be a rallying cry. It, they, they, it ends up being, it ends up sounding really trite and fake and mm-hmm. like we're trying to capitalize on something, Daryl, right? So I, I, I don't want it to sound like that, but think about what you do and think about the role that you play 
every day. That role has never been more significant than it is right now. Your fundamentals have never been more important to execute on right now. Reminding yourself of what's important so that you can act appropriately has never been more important than it is right now. And maybe that review of what's really important to you allows you to rebuild a little bit differently. You know how many businesses that I'm working with right now and talking to right now that are like, you know, things got a little out of hand. We maybe put the wrong person in the wrong position because they were the person we had at that time. But I don't know if we do it that way again. Well, in some cases, they're given an opportunity to do it again because they've been reduced a little bit and get an opportunity to build back up. Are you learning from this experience? If your business was built well enough to withstand this, then you've got some things to teach other businesses. If your business does not survive this, then you've got some things to learn from some of those other businesses. Yeah. It's not the end of the world either way. It's a new yeah. opportunity and a new beginning. What are you going to do with it? Jeff, what an inspiring conversation, man. I'm so glad that we got to hang out today. And uh, I mean, I just, so many good things in this last half hour that we've gotten to share together, but more than anything, um, I'm just struck uh, with the gravity and importance and significance. And I want to let you know, you know, if, as you're listening in, if you own a company, if you lead a marketing team, if you're in on a sales team, whatever role you play in driving revenue at your organization, this is a time to focus in. And um, this is an important season coming up. This is like, uh, you know, the preseason. This is time to stretch out. training practice. Yeah, right. There may not be spring training in sports, but it doesn't mean there can't be spring training um, in your life. So, man, Jeff, thank you so much for for sharing time with us. Thank you for all you are. Any final words to this uh, fantastic audience of forward-thinking business people? Man, uh, thanks for having me. First and foremost, this is this is fun. Like I said, it's, it's always good to talk to you. Yeah, likewise. Um, I, oh, man, just remind yourself what you know to be true. Mm-hmm. And keep your swagger in these times because it's not going to be fun for a little bit. But when you clearly understand your why, and we say this on my show, when you know your why, your how's and your what's get much better. When you know why you're doing what you're doing and you remind yourself of what you know to be true, that is that you believe in something and you've got skills and talents that will help you achieve mm-hmm. that mission, that, that belief, then just put one foot in front of the other and get going. No step is too small if it's headed in the right direction. Keep taking steps. That's my message to, to people um, who are out there fighting the good fight right now. That's good. Well, everybody, thank you for joining us today. And I think Jeff's advice is just perfect as we end is keep moving forward. Um, and so till next time, you know, invest in yourself. Think, how can you help? If you need that time, if you need to take the time, take it but definitely have an eye to the future. And as always, let's get growing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Would you like to get complimentary access to the Revenue Growth Engine audiobook? Just text the word revenue to 21,000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book. You'll get instant access to the audiobook so you can get ideas to help you grow your revenue so you can scale your impact. Text the word revenue to 21,000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book to 
get instant access. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found ideas to help you drive exponential revenue growth so your business can make more of an impact. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, make sure to like or subscribe. It also helps us spread the word if you'd be kind enough to leave a review. Of course, we'd love it if you would share this with your friends. Together, we are growing revenue so we can scale our impact.